0: Welcome to another podcast from insidecarolina.com, the independent voice of UNC Sports, brought to you by JohnnyTShirt.com, the go-to provider for all your tar heel gear.
1: Welcome into the Inside Carolina podcast, presented to you by Johnny T Shirt and Giant com. I'm your host, Ross Martin, joined by, as always, Inside Carolina's Don Callahan. What's going on, Don?
0: Not too much. Just uh Dealt with a full day of announcements and uh, looking forward to kind of things dying down just a little bit for me, at least.
1: How about you? What's going on in Ross's world? Uh, Just a lot of camp work. Hopefully people have been reading our scoops and uh, the interviews we've been posting on uh, Inside Carolina. But we've had had the players almost every day and we had the coordinators this week uh, on Monday and Thursday. We had the quarterbacks on Tuesday. And there'll be another scrimmage on Saturday and then an open practice on Monday, which should be interesting. Let, let me USC. ask you a
0: question because I know that okay. you, you have tons of questions for me throughout this podcast. But um, as from a media perspective, coverage standpoint, um, what do you like, don't like about uh, Mac Brown as opposed to uh, Larry Fedora last year or last few years?
1: So we get the players after every practice, which is good, but it's also a little too much. Like we're getting, you know, we've already gone through the starters twice. So it's a little repetitive. You kind of run out of things to ask because you don't see games. I mean, if we had games or practices to actually watch, we could ask particular things. But, you know, we haven't we kind of just asked the same stuff. Uh, but it's good to have that access. You know, you don't want to knock it. Mac is very forthcoming, I think. I think he tells you. I don't think he tries to mislead you. I think he can, he'll can. he tell you something. And he, he he's not always positive. You know, he, he'll say that this team needs to work on this and that or this position group needs to work on that. It's been good that we got the quarterbacks. You know, Sam Howell hasn't played a single game, and we got to talk to him, which was cool. And getting the coordinators was nice as well. Um, And, and of course, the difference between Mac and Fedora is Mac is long-winded and thorough, whereas Fedora is exact opposite. So there's goods and bads to both of those. Gotcha.
0: Okay. All right. Sounds good. Where are we going next?
1: We are recording this after Jaquarius Conley's committed to UNC. So that's why we kind of waited until Thursday to wait for Tonka Hemingway to decide and Conley to decide. UNC adds equipment from Jaquarius Conley. Uh, you kind of predicted this, Don. What? What's your kind of thoughts on on this recruitment? It seemed a little bit different than some of the recent ones. Not as much news throughout the the months leading up to that, and then all of a sudden, you kind of he visited UNC, and that was it. In state guy, four star player, the number twenty five safety, number twelve player in the state of North Carolina, the number two hundred sixty second best player according to twenty four seven Sports composite. A uh, good good get for UNC, correct?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, my in-state rankings. I had him this uh, the second best player in the state. Um, I've always liked his film, um, you know. And uh, and really, to be honest with you, the thing that really stood out to me the most with him was. Uh, was just him as a practice player, and I know that sounds a little strange, but um, you know I've been doing this for a long time, fifteen years, and there's probably two other guys I would put in the same category as as a practice player with him. One is Jadavian Clowney. I went to his practice. Another one is Armaday is his first name. His last name is, is something like Olini uh, or something along those lines. He ended up going to UCLA. He played at um, uh, uh, Wood, uh, Woodbury High School um, in. Virginia, North Carolina recruited him. This is back in the 2010 class. But uh, with those two guys, Clowney and Armide, it was um, a crazy situation where the coaches literally sat those guys out of practice because they couldn't run any drills for their offense. Um, It's not to that extent with um, Conley. Conley was more of just the fact that I'm sure if he was a lineman, it probably would be to that extent. But he just goes hard every single rep. And it's just amazing to just watch him. I mean, you you know, I've been at uh, a pair of his practices. And, and I also went to a scrimmage um, earlier this week. And uh, just to watch him just just take every single rep seriously, like it's, it's do or die, it's just amazing. It's, and really, think about it, it's, it's, it's difficult to do. I mean, you know, just the average person just doing whatever it is you do during your normal life 100% all day long. It's just, I don't know if that's, that's really possible, but um, I mean, he's a guy I feel like will fit into Jay Bateman's defense really well, big, strong kid, um, super athletic, does everything, um, that you can ask of him for his, for his high school team. He he does everything. He just plays a little bit of running back, does um, a little bit of quarterback plays receiver, um, plays, uh, you know, inside the box safety sort of thing where he has a lot of responsibilities, you know, with, you know, stopping the run and also, um, protecting against the past too so yeah i mean he's a guy that that is a huge get for north carolina I'm, I'm definitely high on him
1: yeah it seems like that's some high praise there as a practice player um the tar heels now have 23 commitments and they add uh we assume this guy to play safety he's listed as an athlete so they have well, let's see here lamar and james is a cornerback cedric gray is he gonna be a linebacker you think
0: yeah, he'll be he'll be a linebacker.
1: Okay, and then uh, Jaden Chalmers. So this is the first safety, correct, to commit to this class?
0: No, um uh, Cameron Rosemary Sinclair.
1: Yeah, so two four-star safeties about ranked the same uh in the 230-40 range. So two stud safeties uh for the Tar Heels where um Conley seems like a much bigger safety, taller, 6'2, you like that, whereas Cameron Rosevis Sinclair is listed 5'11. Um are they done at safety now? It sounds like they are, right?
0: Yeah, I would imagine they're they're unless uh, well, there there's God, I'm forgetting his name off the top of my head. The kid from from Highland Springs is still kind of out there. That North Carolina is kind of still flirting with, but at this point, really, other than maybe offensive line, North Carolina is is basically kind of playing with house money. They've they've fulfilled all of their Absolute wants at each position again, except for alpha uh, um, offensive line, and really are just kind of you know pursuing guys who um, who are you know elite players that that they really like, and and uh, you know Desmond Evans is another example of that where UNC really has done a defensive line, but um, you obviously take a guy like that, so that's the situation we're at. Where we're like, what is it? How many months away from from signing day?
1: You got uh, September, October, November, December—four months.
0: Yep. So, um, so UNC is really in a good spot when it comes to recruiting for this
1: class. You're just kind of playing with house money, as I said. For sure. And then, I mean, obviously, focus more on the 2021 class in the upcoming uh, fall, and they have a lot of visits with all these players locked in. Um, and this is a player, obviously, that an in, in-state school like North Carolina should land a guy from Jacksonville. That area of the of the uh, state has been has been kind to UNC in recent years, I believe. Uh, and 24-7 Sports has him ranked a lot higher than the composite is. He's the number 11 safety overall, number five in the state. So um, the guys at 24-7 Sports, Barton Simmons, et cetera, seem very high on what they've seen from Conley. His recruitment, uh, it seemed like he didn't make many visits at all. Uh, what kind of went on there? Anything to kind of shed light on?
0: Yeah, before I answer that question, you brought up uh, that area being kind to North Carolina. And really that school has really been kind. If you think about it, the last two recruits that, that that school has had, um, major recruits, I should say, were um, Josh Cabrera, who ended up being a wide receiver for North Carolina, and Dante Moss, who eventually changed his name to Dante Page Moss. Um, but uh, those guys are both from Northside High School. But yes, to answer your question, His uh, he wasn't an easy player to recruit by any means. And and a lot of schools, including North Carolina, got really frustrated. And it was just, I, I don't know if it was um, maybe him and his family, didn't completely understand recruiting or um, didn't get what you were supposed to do, but there was a lot of, a lot of no shows for visits, a lot of, and and strange, um, I guess, reasoning for why he missed visits. And then also, um, you know, sometimes he wouldn't return phone calls or sometimes he wasn't, wouldn't make himself available for phone calls. So really kind of frustrated a lot of schools. Um, And in in the story we actually posted in the Q and a, he kind of alludes to just some of the stuff that Jay Bateman told him about how, how difficult it was for him because Bateman had to actually convince Mac Brown to, Hey, let's stay on this kid. He's a really talented kid. He's really interested in North Carolina. He just doesn't, there's just certain things that he might not understand with everything, but uh, I would love to take credit for this poster compared his recruitment to TJ Logan, who um, if uh, right now, I'm sure a lot of people forget about it, but I mean, he was a difficult recruit to, um, to recruit because he, he seemed disinterested in recruiting and didn't seem to completely get it. And ironically, the school that North Carolina beat him out for was uh, South Carolina, just like with uh, with Jaquaris uh, Connolly, That was the main school that North Carolina had to overcome to land his verbal commitment.
1: For sure. Um, and was Bateman the lead guy on this recruitment? Was it Bateman and Bly, or how'd that kind of go?
0: It was uh, Bateman would probably, you would say, his 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 primary recruiter. But Tim Cross, that's his area. So he was he did a lot of the groundwork with everything. But um, I mean, he you know Conley was a guy that Bateman really, really was high on. So so Bateman took charge with this recruitment.
1: Okay, I'm going to update his profile. Something that you're supposed to be doing, but I will handle that for you. I appreciate it. that's what
0: that's why you're here to pick up where <laughs> right. I where I fall.
1: Um, great. We're gonna take a break now and come back and kind of talk about Don's travels. He's been all through the state in the last couple of weeks. Um, and another commitment that didn't go UNC, another recruitment that didn't go UNC's way, Tonka Hemingway, and that was a big uh, discussion on the on the message board today. But first, I want to talk about Johnny T-shirt and JohnnyTshirt.com, shirtcom Your stop for all your UNC apparel needs. We are weeks from the South Carolina game, the Miami home game. It's time to get your T-shirts, your polos, your sweatshirts, and get suited up for. UNC football, home games, and wherever you see the Tar Heels play. Johnny T-shirt is a Franklin Street and Chapel tradition for 35 years. They're locally owned. We want to support local businesses, especially on Franklin Street, where every day it seems like a new non-local restaurant or company is opening up shop. Uh, Johnny T-shirt has the best customer service. It's right there on Franklin Street. And remember, all IC subscribers can get 10% off with the code you can find on the premium message boards for basketball and for football. Make sure you get the Real Carolina t-shirt, get a sweatshirt for the winter or a gift for your family for the upcoming holiday season. Uh, GiantT-shirt.com. We always appreciate their support of the Inside Carolina podcast. All right, we're back. Don, uh, I mean, briefly, might as well talk about it. Tonka Hemingway picked uh, South Carolina this afternoon over UNC. Do you have any insight on that? I know it was between UNC and, and South Carolina, and we didn't really know uh, for certain, I know you you kind of had an inkling it was going to be South Carolina. But anything you want to talk uh, touch on that before we move on?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's just a situation where South Carolina seemed like the school from the get go. He visited there more than any other school, even early on. South Carolina, I believe, was the first school to offer him. Was one of the first schools to recruit him. So it, it just North Carolina had an uphill battle. But really, as I mentioned earlier, UNC um, didn't need to ha- to add a, another. Uh, defense alignment to this class they're good as far as their their numbers are concerned uh but uh you know they would have certainly would have welcomed a, a four-star defensive tackle to this class uh for sure um and really yeah as you mentioned um you we didn't we usually kind of get a good idea th- through sources what's going on and we didn't in this situation uh but um what we did get was uh, a lot of confidence coming from South Carolina and not so much coming from North Carolina. Um, and then we had some sources also there around uh, Tonka and his family that that said similar that that they felt like South Carolina, but nobody knew for sure. So Tonka did a really good job of of not, um, I guess, telling anyone anything, which is for those who know him, this that's kind of par for the course with him. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it kind of ended, you know, in hindsight, it kind of ended the way that we thought, but yeah, we were kind of wondering at the last minute, is he going to just kind of, you know, pull one on over on all of us, including South Carolina. And that would be, man, there'd be a lot of South Carolina fans jumping out of windows after losing out on <laughs> miles Murphy, who they also thought they were going
1: to get to. Um, now a little bit inside the business here, you or- originally said you were going to make the trip. What, um, and it would have been a six hour round trip drive for you. What yes. changed that decision? Cause it was, it, you made the decision to not go, uh, on Thursday today as we recording.
0: Yes. So, I mean, I was all set up until the point where it was either I'm going or I'm not. Um, uh, and, and basically I guess just to kind of give my, what my schedule was like, so you can kind of get the mindset was, uh. Wednesday before I went to this the uh, scrimmage for um Jaquarius Conley watched his scrimmage drove from there to um to Jacksonville um that morning Thursday morning went to Tamir Brown's um uh practice uh he's another guy that that uh, Jay Bateman's really high on Went to his practice, early morning practice, and Ray afterwards, it was a, a decision that uh, myself and, and Ben Sherman kind of talked it through. We've been talking about obviously, for the last couple of weeks, just <laughs> what we were going to do. And just really kind of looking at it, I mean, because of the fact that I was already in Jacksonville, there's no point in me going home, I would have to immediately drive down to Conway, which would mean I'm going to get there probably three hours early. So it wasn't just a six-hour round trip. It was like a nine-hour trip chunk out of my day to watch this kid just put on a um, Gamecock hat, and um, we just felt like that wasn't a great use of Inside Carolina's resources by any stretch of imagination, especially since I've been on the road nonstop for the past uh, few weeks, so um, we made the call to send me home, and And luckily, we, we had some help and coverage down there. Obviously, we want to, you, you know how it is, Buck, we want to make sure our best guys. My name is
1: Ross. My name is Ross. You call me Buck. Today-
0: did I call you Buck? Yeah. That's actually a compliment.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure it is.
0: <laughs> I wish I would have known I could have played the sound. Anyway. That's right. Ross. It's yeah. not Russ, right? I thought I called you Russ by accident. Uh, call me Buck. All right. Anyway. <clears throat> um, so obviously we would prefer to be the ones covering it if we can, but we do have um backup plans and and uh we got we got backup plans in different area codes. So, so we were able to rely on that um, just off the, the, the chance that maybe what we were feeling wasn't going to happen. But it, it worked out that he picked South Carolina, obviously.
1: Good stuff. A little inside the biz there. Okay, we're going to take another quick break and we'll be right back to talk about Don's travels across the state of North Carolina and what he's learned over the last two weeks in regards of, to UNC football recruiting. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,
0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
1: And we're back. All right, Don, you take the floor. You dropped uh, your weekly scoop, which has become one of the more popular features on Inside Carolina that rivals um, some stuff Sherelle does and the scoops that uh, Greg and I do. But You've been uh, across the state. You've been taking food recommendations. What have you learned? You think really stands out that you think our um, our podcast listeners need to know uh, this week?
0: Uh, well, I won't go into food recommendations. Some people don't like that too much. But um, <laughs> we a lot of this stuff is well, all this stuff really is is already in the weekly scoops. But just to kind of emphasize some of the stuff that uh, uh, the, I guess the observations I made that that I feel like um, really kind of stick out to me even you know, days, weeks afterwards, um, you know, uh, with uh, DeAndre um, Boykins, I and mean, that's a kid who, for those who've been following his recruitment, some people say he's a running back. Some people say he's a safety. Some people say he's a cornerback. Some people say he's, a, you know, he's a slot receiver um, and all that sort of stuff. Uh, after watching his practice, I'm convinced I'm, I'm in the boat for him to be a running back. He really has built his body out. And he looks like a running back. Um, I, th- I think his coach is saying that he's, He's uh definitely into the you know two hundred pound range for sure, looks apart. I think it helped the fact that that uh in Ross like this, um, you know, he didn't have his shirt on during practice. And <laughs> um so that kind of just added to it. But uh and, and he also in addition to all that and while the size and all that matters, um the main thing was just the fact that I mean he literally fights when he has the ball, when you're trying to tackle him. He was fighting his teammates to to eke out every yard. Uh, that was one. So that was one of the things. The other thing, Jarrett Wilson is a name that you probably haven't heard of too much, unless you've been playing really, really co- close attention. We haven't ran a story on him yet. We will um, very, very, very soon. Uh, but he's an offensive lineman who's kind of a late bloomer. Really, wasn't a tour. It wasn't until this summer that he started to pick up some scholarship offers, and North Carolina being one of them. Um, you know, Georgia, uh, Tennessee, a bunch, a bunch of schools, a bunch of Power Five schools. Uh, I watched him his practice and I'm like, man, this kid, you know, he's a three star now. I'm definitely going to be one of his, uh, I guess, lobbyists to to push him up to a four star. R- great size, but in addition to that size, moves so well for that size. So he's a guy I'd definitely keep in mind. Um, again, he's a 2021 from West Forsyth High School, same high school as
1: uh, Chris Paul. D- d-
0: yes, he did go to. Uh, well who who was I going for
1: Jalen Dalton Dalton.
0: yes 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 you have you're in your basketball mind I was (laughs) like who's Chris Paul anyway
1: (laughs) Jalen Dalton good old Jalen Dalton
0: yes yes all right my other guy that I really liked while going through I I don't know if I would go as far as to say that I'm going to be pushing for him to be a four-star it wouldn't hurt my feelings if he was was uh Breon Pass is a guy who I I really put in the same category as Mike Hughes and and um jordan adams uh and for those who have been i guess follow me know that i'm i'm huge fans of those guys feel like those guys can um you know, basically do whatever it is w- and no matter what sport it is um th- and they're and they're going to succeed and you can kind of see that you know um uh, mike Hughes is in the nfl now after having a really good uh, career at uh well a delayed uh, career that ended up at uh ucf right yeah he was at correct, ucf correct. Um, and Jordan Adams is actually still in the Los Angeles angels, uh, farm system, uh, for baseball, but obviously would have, I think he would have contributed a ton this last season for North Carolina. Anyway, with with pass, I mean, he's a guy who he has some scholarship offers for basketball, uh, does everything for his high school team. He never leaves the field except for, for, um, extra points and, and field goals. He punts. He uh, is a returner in, in, in all, all phases of the game, uh, plays uh, receiver, plays a little, little bit of cornerback, plays a little bit of um, safety, I mean, just all over the place and just a natural, um, has natural ball skills, natural ability, uh, and just an unbelievable player, super versatile. Uh, North Carolina offered him, I believe it was in June, um, and he's definitely really high in North Carolina. We will also have a story, a full story up on him in the coming weeks. The last thing I'll hit on is... It's a long, is it, long breakdown. I, hey, that's what you get from me. You get that's the good, information. Man. I love it. Okay, love it. All, right. all right. I'm trying to feed you, Ross. Are you, <laughs> telling, me, are you telling me you're full?
1: <laughs> no, go ahead.
0: All right. Two guys who um, we've talked about a bunch already, Peyton Page and Miles Murphy. Miles Murphy, of course, is committed to North Carolina. Peyton Page is a five-star defensive tackle um who uh, from the 2021 class both of them are defensive linemen at at Dudley and uh just in person just absolutely amazing to see and to see them to chase after a quarterback one of the unique things about the the preseason and I mentioned this in the scoop is that uh the coaches don't yell at me if I'm standing on the field taking photos so um in in this scenario I was uh, standing behind the quarterback um definitely with those two guys running at me I was standing probably about five to 10 yards behind the quarterback but to actually see those guys coming at the quarterback I got got a really good perspective just just the speed and the power that those guys come with um I'm not breaking any news by saying that that those two are impressive guys and I just I fear for all the quarterbacks that are going to play Dudley this football season because those guys are, are are absolute monsters and uh you know they're not just big guys who who college coaches are like okay we can mold them these are big guys who are really good football players too. So North Carolina obviously got a good one with, with, with Miles Murphy and uh, definitely should continue to recruit Peyton Page because uh, unbelievable players. And I do think that um, even though Peyton won't go as as far as to say that Miles Murphy will uh, him being committed to North Carolina will help North Carolina's chances with him. I do think it does. And I think um, North Carolina does have an unmatched edge with uh, Peyton Page. not to say page is definitely going to come to North Carolina, but I think it definitely helps.
1: Yeah, I and mean, Page is is the number five player in the twenty four seven Sports composite for the two thousand twenty one class. Number one defense tackle. I mean, this is an elite prospect. Uh, Sixty minutes down the road, who is classmates uh, and teammates with a UNC commit. So that's that's pretty incredible access you have to a <clears throat> a player that's going to be recruited by all the big schools, Clemson, Alabama, et cetera. You also saw Travis Shaw, another. With of tackle from the Gate City. Um, it's funny reading your blurb on him. To check that out in the Weekly Scoop. I thought your kind of the, the little article you did on Colby Smith was interesting. How uh, mm-hmm. his first visit to UNC didn't go as well, but he's going to make another trip. Seems like a, yeah. And, a pretty I, good and the weird, the weird thing about that was the
0: fact that I did an interview with him literally like a week afterwards, and he said North Carolina was one of his favorites. But that just kind of shows you uh, people get so up arms when my story says this and someone else's story says that. And really, these kids are so fickle, you know, and this kind of proves it. Or maybe he just needed a couple of months to kind of marinate on on his visit to realize that eh, it wasn't as gross as I, as I wanted it to be.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, good stuff. What's well, a lot of information there? Of course, the commitment of Jaquarius Conley to UNC Today gives UNC their 23rd commitment. They did miss out on Tonka Hemingway, and we got a bunch of stuff there from Don's Weekly Scoop, there's still tons to kind of delve into there so check that out this is a little bit of a shorter podcast we're going to uh, get to the top five podcasts your top five podcasts next week or the next time we record ran out of time today we got a lot of things going on with camp and and uh different things like that but that's it for me don anything you want to add before we sign off
0: no no just uh look forward to everyone's I, i actually have enjoyed reading everyone's submissions for the podcast the top five podcasts so hopefully we can get a a uh, few more we, we've got a lot so far but that's uh, great. yeah yeah i've been looking was, for i've been i've been enjoying reading those, those submissions. i was
1: looking through mine and it's like all sports and i want i would love to get some different stuff in there and um but i'm excited to hear that as well all right that's it thanks for listening to inside carolina podcast presented to you by johnny t-shirt
0: thanks for listening to another podcast from InsideCarolina.com. brought to you by johnny t-shirt.com
1: where to go for your next Tar Heel gear purchase.